0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the c string podcast this is episode number i don't know another one and uh we're talking about more albums today um if you're watching this on youtube you can see that there's something in front of you your eyes can see it and mm-hmm. that's important because we can now record these screen record these it actually was not hard at all for me for me to do It was really easy and so I, I'm gonna do that now, so that way there'll be some more YouTube content to see, as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, and also it's good to have a visual aid, honestly, and especially when we get to our uh, talking thirty, where we go over the uh, the thirty albums that we went over. Mm-hmm. That'll be much better, much better yeah. way to do it. Um, so yeah, that's really good. But anyways, as you can see, no more no more build up to these though, unfortunately, because you can see my screen. So we've got. Argus as our first album today. Yes, we do. Probably not one too many people I've heard of.
1: I would have to say they've had about three... three I think it is uh, Wishbone Ash's most listened to album. But I don't think Wishbone Ash is as well known in the prog community. Yeah. Well, I didn't know who they were until I... until you recommended them to me.
0: But as you can see here, it's the third album by Wishbone Ash. Um... It says right there. <laughs> it's their most commercially and critically successful album. You're a genius. Yeah. You're a genius. But let's let's skip all this. We normally just get into it. So we have the track listing here. I'll let you go over it.
1: Yeah, Time Was, some t- Sometime World, and then blowing Free is the first side, which... Not a bad first side. Not a bad first side.
0: Uh, I prefer the second side, which has The King Will Come, Leaf and Stream, Warrior, and Throw Down the Sword, for those on... Podcast listening. Um, so, what is, let's just, where do you want to start? Let's just start at the top. Yeah. Um, we should also go over probably their personnel so we can yeah, get we'll into vocalists. So we can get into these guys that are doing the vocals here. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at, bro? We're all the way <laughs> down here. My God. Martin Turner is your bass guitar vocal guy. Um, yeah. Along with Ted Turner. Then you have Andy Pout. Excuse me, Andy Powell on lead rhythm and acoustic guitars, and Steve Upton is your uh, percussionist here. Mm-hmm. So just four guys here, four band members. A little bit. Uh, I believe everybody last or every band in the last episode had at least five, at least know. five or six. I feel like everybody the last episode was full. Um, but yeah, I think
1: Chicago had like seven. Yeah, Chicago
0: had a lot. Um, but yeah. Those are your guys here, Martin and Ted Turner, Andy Powell, and Steve Upton. Yep. Um, any particular? I any, mean, anything particular to say?
1: I love, um, crap! I can't remember who. I think it's Ted Turner has the lead guitar on. Warrior. It will probably tell us. It won't. I'm gonna guess he does. Wait,
0: Ted Turner.
1: Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. And um, this whole album, I like the sound of it because it, like, the album cover pictures perfectly what it sounds like, I think. It's still a rock album, but it has a very medieval, I don't know, almost like just like different sound compared to like the rest of the progressive albums I've heard banger of a cover art. Oh yeah, 100%. It's one of my favorites, It's, it's top a, 10. Yeah, it's
0: really fucking cool. Um but yeah, I it's a really they really encapsulate
1: this feel. The yeah. co- the feel of the cover art really really well. And that's that's one of the reasons it's top 10 for me is cuz not only when you look at a cover, like an album cover, it should be one of those things where oh, that's what it sounds like. They captured that like spot on mm-hmm. with this album. Yeah. Like it's it's honestly as close as you can possibly get to like mm-hmm. perfectly describing an album without it's saying a word. Good. It's very good. Anything. There's not a lot of cases where you can do that with cover art. Mm-mm. Even some of the best bands of all time don't do that with cover art. And what's also weird about it is it's it being a prog album, it's not drawn yeah, which is something you don't see see very often mm-hmm. with prog rock. Prog, yeah. It's nice. It's it's really cool. Yeah, it's a, it's super cool. This
0: cover art and you you kind of just have to listen to the songs and take our word for it here, uh, with with what we're saying about the sound and that medieval sort of feeling,
1: and you really get that from side two, I think, especially. Yeah. Blown free was the first one I heard, but there's a particular line in Warrior where he's a uh, it's like a hundred days in the sunshine didn't teach me all i need to know i was Mm -hmm. like (laughs) (laughs) yeah um it's this is it's a
0: really cool really it's so unique that it's it's cool and the way they do it with the cover art connecting into what the songs aren't necessarily about but what they encapsulate yeah something like that and man they they did it really really well yes they did they I mean, Fantastic. off the top of my head, I cannot think of a lot of cover art album that encapsulate the cover art as good as this one does. Like I think there are some cover art that's like the Kansas debut album is a good one,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: um, Rainbow by uh, Richie Blackmore. Oh, Richie Blackmore! Really Blackmore. good. Yeah. Um, there's some really, really good cover art out there. I think actually Boston's uh oh
1: fuck uh, their fourth album. Not walk on,
0: but. Not walk on America. No, it is walk on. That's a. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. is walk on. It's the one with the fucking spaceship, like. Where it's like crash crashing around the, the rocks. mountains. Yeah. yeah. Another really good one, but this this album cover. Not only is it I mean look at that. Yeah, That's just I know. so cool. Not only is it cool, but it, it, I you I don't know how to explain it. you just gonna have to listen to the songs.
1: Mm-hmm. The it, way
0: that they sing, the way that these vocals go together, and honestly. You know, when you have four people, and these is not this is not four guys like the Beatles where they play like twelve different instruments and they can all play them interchangeably. This is four guys. You got a bass, you got a guitar, and you got a percussion.
1: Which they might be able to, but they don't. But they, they don't. They each do their own thing. They each
0: do their own thing, um, and it's it's very tra- tra- traditional in that sense. But I love it, and mm-hmm. especially the guitar work in this album. Ted Turner and Martin Turner, Andy Powell, I love all of the guitar work that's done.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna seem like I read this off the Wikipedia. I didn't. I watched an interview with Steve uh, Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. Um, talk about how much of an influence this album had on Iron Maiden, actually, because if you listen to Iron Maiden, it sounds like especially the Trooper, you can hear the harmony guitars playing the same thing just like this album exactly in like uh that. in in what i don't know if you ever heard the trooper by iron maiden oh yeah but that beginning part with those two guitars playing at the same time that's yes. exactly where they got they got it from here, you got it from here sure. it's they, they do it so often in this album
0: and you oh, can shit. hear it. well
1: there it is <laughs> oh yeah right there <laughs> yeah i know i i read the thing about it and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And that's kind of how I discovered Wishbone Ash. Wishbone I Ash, yeah. Immediately listened to him after that, but... but... You
0: hear it within the first minute, and time was. It mm-hmm. jumps out at you. Um, but yeah. As you can see, some rather lengthy songs in here, but they, they don't take away from the album at all. No, it doesn't. They're Not at f- all. Phenomenal songs. Very fucking good. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's much more to say. Um, there's nothing but praise I can really... Like, I, you know... The more I think about it, the more I listen. The higher up this gets on my list of, you know, the albums that I enjoy. I mean, I can't find a ton of it wrong. Yes, and it and it is buried in its simplicity, and so maybe it loses points there for some people. It's not as complex or something like that. But yeah, it doesn't really matter too much to me. Especially when they got the guitars. You know, they all got his guitars, but they got it right. They got it right, and I think they did a really good job.
1: Yeah, I think they did an excellent job. And. In-
0: I will, I, I will listen to more of their other stuff and see how it compares, you know, obviously this was their best, you know, most critically acclaimed one, and so I want to, uh, ooh, Kansas, Kansas, uh, ripoff, bro, pilgrimage, come on now. Can't be stealing that. <laughs> uh, anyways. Actually, this is before that's Kansas. That's before! Bro, what the? That's before Kansas. Bro. I was thinking about that as I said it, I was like, I wonder, I wonder if that's before or after, but yeah, that's before. Kansas, what are y'all doing? What are you guys doing? Don't no steal, bro. Anyway, (laughs) Argus, not Tarkus.
1: Argus. Yeah, I know. And I always, for some reason, my brain automatically jumps calling Wishbone Ash themselves Argus.
0: Yes, but it's Wishbone Ash. Yeah, it's Wishbone Ash is Argus. Argus is the album, yeah. Uh, But give them a listen for sure. And uh, obviously, there's some stuff, there's some Iron Maiden stuff that's there too. It has some inspiration from these guys. So obviously, they've got to be good. Yeah. Um, But that's going to do it, I think. For Wishbone Ash. Go give them a listen.
1: Yeah, this next one, we to crank the volume a little bit. Yeah, you got uh, to it. crank it up for these guys, baby. Sabotage by Black yeah, Sabbath. Released in uh, July of 1975. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, pretty nuts album. There's a story behind it. There is? Yeah, there actually is. Um, this so I tell it, actually. It's going to be very dumbed down the way I explain it, because I don't remember the full details. Like always. Um, basically, their manager they had before, I think, had like mob ties. And um, they're trying to get away from him, and the dude was like actively trying to sabotage their band. Like, the recordings, hence the name. Hence the name, right. Sabotage. Okay. And like I was explaining to you, the picture they took right there didn't even know that it was supposed to be the album cover. It was <laughs> just kind of like a, okay. All right. It's a pretty fucking
0: weird picture, but it's nice. Look at those red pants. Those are bright fucking red, bro. Yeah, they are. Those are absolutely red. But you are fucking right what you said about those pants earlier. Yeah, you can see that. You can see a cup there. You can yeah. see a cup. <laughs> but anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about these songs. Yeah. And let's let's start with these people.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I guarantee you, you got to know any, all these guys. Yeah. I don't understand how you couldn't. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, lead vocals. Tony Iommi on the guitars, piano, synthesizer, organ, and harp. Sheesh. Deezer <laughs> Butler with the bass and then the song composition, and then Bill Ward with drums, percussion, and piano. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Yeah. yeah. Extremely popular bunch. Very popular, guys. Uh, I wonder why. Yeah. Jeez. Um,
0: but anyway, this is... We've got the song tracks in front of us here. For those on podcast, we've got Hole in the Sky... Don't start. Symptom of the universe. Megalomania.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then on side B we have Thrill of It All. Superstar. I am going in. Or am I going insane? And then the RIT. Yeah. Always gotta love when the album ends with an eight-minute and forty-five-second banger. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> gotta yeah. love that. Yeah. This this album is incredible. Yeah. Uh, um, another really incredible with another kind of drastic tone shift too. Mm-hmm. So I mean. It's it's a dark album. It's meant to be dark sounding. Uh-huh. It uh, it especially when it's you know the start of the album, very much gives that vibe. I love hole in the sky because it just it fucking rips right in the album. Mm-hmm. It's just like
0: doesn't waste. We're any starting.
1: Time. It doesn't waste time.
0: No. Does not waste time. And then it gives you like a fifty second break. This instrumental. It's like okay, we fucking we ripped it out of the gate now you get 50 seconds to gather yourself and cool down and then
1: Symptoms of the Universe yep
0: another fucking single from the album absolutely just they, they don't they don't waste fucking time bro
1: yeah and smashing then, these out yeah and then followed by Megalomania yep which is a fucking 8 minute song pretty much yeah. or 9 minutes sorry uh,
0: but what? yeah what a awesome side A it really has a really, really dark
1: cool. tone too
0: yep and you know dark tones are weird some yes, people like are. them, some
1: people don't. And it's not the Blue Oyster called Dark we talk about. It's more, no. it's much more straightforward. Yep, yeah. it's very in-your-face. Mm-hmm. It is not... It Don't
0: mess around. Which, that was Black Sabbath's thing.
1: Yeah, that's what so. they were.
0: And that's how they rolled. Um, mm-hmm. But then Side B, it... I don't want to say it. It's basically more of the same. Yeah, it is. It's basically more of the same. I was going to say it's a little less itself, but it's basically more of the same thrill of it yikes (laughs) thrill of it all (laughs) great starts great start out and then superstar again they hit you with the instrumental bro they always rip rip out these instrumentals
1: take a break
0: and then am I going insane I mean yeah yeah
1: yeah you are
0: because I mean this this album I mean I, I didn't I don't really know too much about I didn't I don't know too much about Naomi's guitar playing or Butler's bass I this is a the only like one of the only black Sabbath albums I've listened to and I don't know I don't know if they went on to do they probably did obviously lots of people did but I, I don't know what if they wanted to do more things other than Black Sabbath I don't know whatever but um, really really interesting okay. bass playing
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's not your it's not your prog rock bass where it's, you need it, you absolutely are required to have it,
1: and it's definitely behind the guitar. Yeah, but you can hear it. You can hear it. It's there. And it sticks out pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not your folk.
0: It's not what you're gonna hear. Like if you're just casually listening, and this is maybe one of the first rock albums you've been listening to, your bass is not something you're gonna notice too, too much because. Just of how much of a prominent role IOMI's guitars got on this one, and I do like, obviously. Come on, an organ. Organs are great. Yeah, organs are. Synths are really cool lovely. too. But or- simply lovely, mate. The fucking organ. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get over. It. We'll never get it over a good organ. Also a violin. Good violin. Yeah. Will do it to me too. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what else there really is to say.
1: Yeah, I know it's. Uh, A good album, born out of ridiculous amount of shit.
0: Yep, and if you like
1: uh, more dark
0: stuff and you like a heavy, heavier, nice, you know, prominent guitar with some crazy vocals, this is for you. Yeah, I think
1: so. This is kind of maybe a hot take. I'm not a big fan of Ozzy Osbourne's vocals, but I think in "Hole in the Sky," he has incredible vocals. I think on this album in general, he has incredible vocals, yeah. too. He
0: gets it right here for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that,
1: that side A, he really... Yeah. His vocals are, just, like, top-notch. Oh,
0: yeah, especially in Don't Start. Yep, great mm-hmm. vocals. Absolutely great. Great vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, stunning. stunning. Anyway, that is Sabotage by Black Sabbath. Uh, go give it a listen. It's different, you know, but it's not that. It's not bad. It's not my favorite album, but I definitely go give it a listen.
1: And I think after that they went and did. Uh...
0: What are we guessing? What
1: are we What are we looking for?
0: Are you trying to tell me what? next album? Oh, I so have I no idea. Was... I'm not familiar with Black Sabbath. Technical ecstasy. Tech,
1: what? Technical
0: ecstasy. All right, we're gonna to quit. We're gonna see if you're right, bro.
1: Bam! I only knew that because it was released the same year as Boston's debut. No.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good
1: uh, that's a good, good year to release then, I guess. Plus, oh, I remember like Tony I, or not Tony Iommi, I owe me. I follow Geezer Butler on Instagram, and it was like, the 45th <laughs> okay. anniversary of this, of and it was this like the, the one robot shooting the laser into the other robot's face, or something like that.
0: What are you talking Just click, about? Just
1: click on the out, like click on the front. Oh, you mean the cover art? Yes.
0: Oh. It was, it was like, <laughs>
1: in like the video, I was like, oh. I didn't know it was a Black Sabbath album
0: <laughs> I, I didn't know what you were talking about You just started talking about lasers and robots <laughs> I didn't know you were talking about cover art <laughs> Okay, anyway I'm not here to talk about this Get it off my screen Get off topic. Anyway, this band This album in particular I fucking love this album As you can see, we've got Van Halen 2 mm-hmm. um, We've talked about 1984 Before on this yes, we podcast have. Um, go check that out this is their second studio album obviously uh, in 1979 Warner Bros like the label yep. um, I won't get too, too much into this although
1: man that VH on the fucking that cl- that's a classic so classics so and that color mint I have a shirt that's a Van Halen shirt and so I wish it was diesel, in that like bro. that reddish yes with that bro. white on I wish it was in that so color diesel,
0: so diesel bro so diesel god I need a fucking I'm making that my background after this my fucking wallpaper so fucking clean anyway we've got some bangers 100%. coming up 100% well I'm just gonna I'm getting fucking into it yeah side get one right <laughs> you're no good dance the night away somebody get me a doctor bottoms up and out of love again, side two, light up the sky, Spanish fly, D.O.A., woman in love, and beautiful girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, come on, do I really need to? It's David Lee Roth, Van Halen, Michael Anthony, Alex Van Halen. You know yeah. that. You know that. Okay, in case you don't, David Lee Roth is your vocalist. And then this,
1: uh, the small-time guitarist named Eddie Van Halen. Yeah,
0: just you know, they picked him up off the street. I hear. Yeah. They just kind of found pretty, him. It
1: sounds like he did pretty well though.
0: He did kind of alright, you know. Nothing special or anything. Um, But, anyways, back on track. Um, I'm I'm probably going to do a lot of talking here, but... We were joking, by the way. Yes, we were joking. (laughs) In case you didn't pick up on that.
1: Yeah, in case you don't know who Eddie Van Halen is, you're stupid. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I'm going to reach a and punch you. (laughs) All
0: right. (laughs) We're getting serious here on fucking... Podcast. I'm
1: just saying, if you don't, I don't know how you don't know who Eddie Van Halen.
0: Yeah, if you're so listening you to a podcast about classic rock and you don't who, know
1: who Eddie Van Halen is, I think you need to stop listening and start listening. Go listening. <laughs> go listen to Eddie Van. Halen.
0: Stop listening to start listening to Van Halen. Yeah, because man, what a fucking ripping. Okay, it's not ripping in the sense, same sense that 1984 is. Yeah, it's different. It's a different Van Halen tone. I prefer.
1: I prefer this, this Van
0: Halen. Actually. I do too. You know, 1984 is absolutely crazy, especially that A side. It's one of the craziest fucking sides
1: ever. But this Van Halen... This is a much more rock sound. It's very much more rock. You can definitely tell it's a product of the 70s, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, obviously it is. But, like, just by the tone, if you were to show this to someone, I guarantee you...
0: Nobody's confusing this for hard rock or metal. Like some people are fucking doing with 1984, which is ridiculous, by the way.
1: Yeah, no, that's not
0: metal. Hard rock is, eh. Metal's a stretch. Stretching a fucking half. You're in the stretcher for that one, bro. Yeah. But this, well, ne- this was not going to get confused with any of that. It's very different, and I wish I could explain. I wish I was musically talented enough to explain why it's so different. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not that guy. All right, that's out of the budget here. I don't yeah. get paid to do that, all right? You're not that guy, pal. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Because, But I, re- I really wish I could explain because I want to explain how different it is. And I just don't know wh- what to say. Like, mm-hmm. the it's because I would say, like, oh, well, the guitar is not so prevalent, but it is still. It's just different. It's not a driving force behind the song. It's more of like a rhythm
1: yeah, it's with all it. the song. It's all in it together. Yeah, it's... And that's what I like about, in particular, 70s music. Yeah. Is the fact that... And, like, I'm always going to go back to Boston because it's one of, like, the main things yeah. that I know. But, like, Boston does the same thing. Where Boston, rather than focus on a guitar being the front, rather than, fo- rather than focus on, like, I don't know, the keyboards being in the front or, you know... A driving drum line or something. Yeah, you know. it's it's all... It's tight. It's very tightly woven... On itself, that is a yeah, and, and it creates a very nice tight rhythm sound that just like instantly attractive,
0: instantly attractive, and the way every song is different in this album in the sense that, or not every song is different. I should say every song is the same in the sense that there's never something that's overpowering a different thing,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I do have to say David Lee Roth's vocals peak peak in this album. Super super clean. Yeah. I don't think he draw. I don't think he missed a step here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his crazy ass fucking. It was nineteen eighty four. Is kind of wild. He had some nice fucking vocals in that one too. Yeah. But he did very good here, and but the you know the main attraction here is Eddie Van Halen. Mhm. My God, bro. I'm gonna talk
1: about Spanish Fly, because Spanish Fly is ridiculous to me. And I love that song. There's this uh this old uh. I think it was like a Danish interview with him. And he picks up an acoustic guitar and he's like I wish you could see my fingers, cause his fingers look contorted and like fucked up the way he's playing it. It's this it's this whole tapping thing. It's it it looks so fucking wild, but it sounds so cool when you...
0: Can we get can we get it? Can we get the team on this one? Can we get the sleeves on it? Oh my god, I'm so bad.
1: Spanish Fly inter interview interview. That's not it. Right there. Oh, I guarantee you it's that one. We're we're having a listen. Oh, it's
0: coming through my fucking headphones.
1: Oh, maybe it's an electric guitar. I thought it
0: was. Oh god, I hope you guys can fucking hear this. Look at that shit, that shit looks fucking wild. <laughs> What the
1: fuck, bro? Dude, Spanish Fly is so fucking cool. so
0: cool. That's basically what the song sounds like. Like, you just got a preview of the song there. Yeah, no, pretty much. You pretty much... That's what you got. It's only a minute long. Like, Mm -hmm. that was fucking 15 seconds. You basically got it. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: He just... I don't understand. I don't know. It's weird. But then I also love... Dance the Night Away is probably one of my favorite Van Halen songs. It's probably yeah it's up there like top three. i would say it's mine but it's not my favorite it's, it's like top three for me yeah it's understand. really good i like that <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> yeah the yeah. fucking cowbell
0: yeah <laughs> uh to gave me the doctor a really cool single i didn't think that was a single to be honest uh and then beautiful girls is your last single on here Um, but dance the night away is your yeah, I mean, your I mean. most critical success on this album
1: mm-hmm. for
0: sure really really uh critically acclaimed Which song. Which, I also amazing. like the
1: vocal harmonies.
0: Yes. Oh. Bro, Eddie that Van could put Allen, me to
1: sleep. Yes. Bro. Eddie Van Halen... I love how good Eddie Van Halen and Michael Anthony's voice match up with David Lee Roth's voice. So good. It's it's such a good harmony. Yeah. So good. But yeah, So it's... fucking
0: clean, bro. You gotta listen to it. Pure vocal harmony, Bliss, right there. Mm-hmm. Knocks me out. But yeah, that i think is all we got to say about it yeah uh that is van halen too, by the boys van halen bro i'm fucking, This is so clean it bro is the cover are so clean god i gotta know the bro i gotta know the background bro oh no this is the different this is the other oh no this is the back of the album
1: oh wow i, had, I didn't know
0: that i had no i had no idea
1: I knew that guy okay. Back Daryl liked that guitar, but I didn't realize it was buried with him. That's I didn't know cool. that
0: either, yeah. That's fucking awesome. Um, but yeah. Really fucking cool album. All the way around the cover art, and then the songs, man. So, so fucking clean. Um, but mm. that's gonna do it. I think, I think that's gonna do it. Yeah. For this episode of Classic Rock Talk. Uh, nice little sweet and short one here. We had three new albums, two new bands. Um, I don't know when we'll get into it next time. I don't know what we're going to do. Kind of just throwing these together at this point. Kind of. Kind of. No no big deal. We don't got time to sit out, you know. We got to do these when we can, bro.
1: We're also not professional.
0: Yeah, we're not professionals. If I got paid, okay, I'd I'd put a little more time and effort into it. But I don't, all right? I don't. I do it because I like to. Yeah, I do it because it's fun. It's fun fun to talk about these guys and let you guys know about these cool-ass fucking albums that we're listening to. yeah. Um, But that's going to do it for today's episode of Classic Rock Talk. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, follow, and there will be more of this, hopefully. Um, But that's going to do it for today's episode. We will see you guys next time. Yeah. Peace out.